Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Decoding Health COVID-19, the health literacy podcast featuring easy to understand and simple explanations. Quick explanations. How is everyone doing? I understand that we are in hard times right now, but like I always tell you every episode, I want you to be proud of yourself. You've made it this far. You are doing absolutely a great job just keeping it together. Please, please, please be kind to yourself and know that you got this. In this episode, we will be going over diabetes terminology. I want to make sure that when someone talks about type 1 diabetes or talks about pre-diabetes or hypoglycemia, hypoglycemia, you understand the terms. I hope you enjoy. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get started. So the first term we're going to go over is beta cells. This is a cell in the pancreas that creates insulin. There are various other cells, but we will just focus on the beta cell because it creates insulin. The next term will be blood glucose. Now, when you hear of sugar in the blood, I want you to also think of glucose because glucose and sugar are the exact same word. Um, The body needs glucose or you can say sugar to be a source for energy for the body. The next term will be the digestive system. This is the system that helps to break down food and the pancreas is part of the digestive system. And remember I said there are various parts of systems in the bottom. You got the cardiovascular, the muscular skeletal. You have the respiratory, which we talked about in past episodes. When you think of respiratory, think of lungs. Renal system, it can go on and on and on. The body is so intrinsic and beautiful. But today, we're just going to go over digestive system. The next term will be diabetes like we said in the last episode it's autoimmune disease it can also be called hyperglycemia meaning high blood glucose the body cannot use glucose for energy when you think of diabetes remember the body cannot use glucose for energy that my friend is diabetes and it's due to a decrease or no insulin at all so the Glucose, again, you can say sugar, is just building up, building up, building up. And the body cannot use it because there's a decrease in insulin or no insulin at all. The next term will be diabetic ketoacidosis. That word is so fascinating. Ketoacidosis. It's basically when the blood glucose level is extremely, extremely, extremely high. And it's a life-threatening problem because it can result in death or even coma it's also another way the body uses other forms to create energy so if they can't the body can't use the glucose for energy it will start to use look at other means to create energy and that means looking at the fat so it's it's very 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 it's very serious matter So the next term is diabetic retinopathy, which means loss of vision due to high levels of glucose. It's not a term I like to say because people, a lot of people lose their eyesight, lose their vision to high levels of glucose each year. 
The next term is gestational diabetes, which means diabetes that develops during pregnancy. And so we have been talking about diabetes and various terminology, but one thing I am hoping you're asking is, so how do we test for how much glucose is in the blood? How do we test to know if the glucose in the blood is high or low? Well, there's a test for it, and that test is A1C test, the A1C test, which tests, well, blood glucose levels. So let me see if I can break this down as simple as possible. We have blood, and in our blood, there's red blood cells. Remember, our blood has red blood cells that carry oxygen, white blood cells that is a part of the immune system. Then we have platelets for clotting. So like when you cut yourself and the blood starts to pool and you put a napkin over it and you apply pressure and then after a while it's just like a puddle of just blood there that's like clotting together. That's that's what the platelets are helping to do, which is awesome. Our body's helping us to fight. It's so awesome. And then you have plasma, which just transports nutrients in the body. So we have various parts of various components of blood, but the red blood cells is what we're going to stick on today. There is a part of the red blood cell that hemoglobin, and hemoglobin helps to carry oxygen. So hemoglobin attaches to a part on the red blood cells. And also hemoglobin can link with the glucose in the blood. Therefore, the tests um, works by seeing how much glucose sticks to red blood cells. And the amount of glucose that sticks to red blood cells can tell us or can calculate how much glucose is in the blood, which is awesome, but also not so awesome for people who are not um, taking care of themselves and taking care of the diabetes, like managing it correctly. And the reason why I'm saying it's not so awesome, because if you are not taking care of your diabetes and you go to the the doctor the next day, and the night before, you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat any sweets or I'm going to control my my uh, sugar in the last three days. So I know when I go to the doctor today, I'll be fine. The doctor can test um, by giving you the A1C test and they can see if you've been managing your glucose levels um, fairly quickly with the test. And this test can look at the past two to three months that's why it's like I'm like it's not so great because the test will literally lie on you excuse me not lie on you but like if you go to the doctor and say oh I've been taking care of it and you haven't then the test will give you the results so it's two to three months that it keeps the results the next um term will be hypoglycemia which means low blood glucose. So remember when we talked about diabetes, another word for diabetes could be hyperglycemia, glycemia, hyper, and then which means high blood glucose. And then hypo, hypo means low blood glucose. Now the next term is insulin. Insulin is a hormone that is basically like a key that helps to open up the cells in order for glucose to get inside the cell. So the glucose can be used for energy. And for those who have diabetes, they can inject insulin in if they don't have enough insulin, inject insulin into their body, which is great that when we don't have enough insulin or none at all, like there's supplements that can help. 
The next term is insulin resistance, which means the body cannot use insulin. Um, that is made by the body. So um, it gets difficult, especially for people who have type 2 diabetes. There's also a device, an insulin pump, that I don't really understand it quite um, completely yet, but it's like a device, and it gets really complicated, but if you can go on Google and look it up, where um, it's a pump that can, that can help to periodically put insulin in the body um, when the blood glucose level gets super high. So I don't really know so much about the insulin pump, but if you would like to know more, please look it up. Look at the videos that are presented. The next term is neuropathy, which is basically when the nerves are affected um, due to high, high blood glucose levels and it affects the legs and the feet. The next term is pre diabetes which is basically high blood glucose but not high enough to be considered diabetes so that's really what pre-diabetes is it's, it's still high numbers but not high enough type 1 is when there's a high amount of blood glucose but no insulin no insulin due to immune system destroying the pancreas and what's in the pancreas? The beta cells, which makes insulin. And type 2 is when there's glucose, high glucose, but the cells are not responding. Again, insulin resistance. And that was the last term. Again, I want to tell everyone thank you for listening. And I hope you learned something today. Have a good day today.